right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And man, I'm fired up. There's something special about the guy that we have on today. You know, you know what that is, Kevin? Turbos. Well, obviously turbos. The guy <laughs> loves loves the turbos. Um, Isn't that special enough? Does he have to be even more special than turbos? Well, yeah, because, uh, uh, man, I love this cat. He's, uh, he's just super cool. And he's been on my radio show several times, right? You know, I do a... Monday through Friday, I do a rock radio show in Denver. On Saturday, I break down and do this little garage show where I just talk cars, similar, you know, kind of a podcast. You've been on it plenty of times. Reggie is always on there. He's one of the best guests that I have. And uh, when we did this podcast, I was like, you know who I, I want the first slot? Because I kept telling this guy one day, man, you and I, you and me and Kevin, right, are going to do this podcast because I, I was working on it for a long time. Reggie was our first Guest. He was, man. He was yeah. number one. Numero uno. He was number one. I was like, dude, I love this guy. I want him to have the number one spot. Nobody could ever take that away. Reggie is a, he's the man. What it, when you guys think turbos, obviously there are a lot of turbo options out there nowadays. Precision and turbonetics have been there. You talk about people that have have gr- literally just grinded out in the world of racing, performance, how to make turbos bigger, better, better performing. You know, when turbos came on the scene, they were a big little splash, and they've been on the scene several evolutions, you know, all the way back dating in, you know, some of the 50s. You know, cars from the 50s offered turbos, which is really weird. Some of the early 80s and mid-80s offerings, some of the turbos, you know, they were slugs until you put a little turbo on them uh, for the pickup trucks. And actually, pickup trucks probably had more to do with the performance of a turbo and the evolution of it than, than really we give them credit for. But really, these names, Precision and Turbonetics, they used to be battling it out in that world, and now they're brothers, and they dominate. They they really have found the best ways to make big power, efficient power, and long-lasting power. God, I just love everything they do, man. They, well, and like every size and shape. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Maybe there was some turbos way back in the day that you get your hands on, but too big, too small, wrong trim, whatever. You know, like now you can get exactly what you want in whatever range of, you know, street to full-on race performance, uh, budget builds. Man, we yeah. are a whole rock and era of you know the ic engine and making crazy awesome easy big power numbers yeah man and whenever you talk to uh reggie i love this guy because not only does he have his his sort of pulse on both the racing side performance side but man it it is nuts kevin you and i have seen firsthand what some of these for example ecoboost is a great a great example that engine and I'll hand it, man. I'll hand it to you. I'll give credit where credit's due. That's, a, that's one of them Ford products. But that engine 
has has been tested and man put through an unbelievable you know set of challenges and always came out you know above the grade and, and what they're doing to try to milk power out of some of these OE offerings is just incredible. Some of the things that they're creating, some of the ways they're doing it, some of the setups that you could just bolt on their turbos and and dude, you got a righteous hundred plus horsepower the rear tires like boom, get some and it goes right in. We've done it on our show before. We replaced some some turbos before and it was literally bolt on. Right, you bolt the old one off and the new one right on. It's easy. I'm telling you, man, this is the golden. This is the golden age. I thought we hit it, you know, a number of years ago. You know, when the the LS7 came out with 505, I was like, oh, oh my god, you know, 505 <laughs> factory. This is crazy, and 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 pff, you know, four digits. If you're on the four digit club, you're nobody. Yeah, man. And, and it's so easy to get in the four digit club now. That's what's crazy about it. Oh my god. Dude, you have to spend so much money. Hell, I don't even know if a thousand horsepower without any power adders uh, w- was feasible without something just you couldn't drive, you know. But now, now a thousand horsepower, bro. It, you show up with a thousand horsepower. Now it's some of the meets there I go, and you're gonna get your ass taking the Gapplebees, bro. Bus links like that is nothing. I used to run around town with a nasty 980 horsepower Corvette and we used to go out and do 90s to 190s, do all that road racing. And at one point it was the fourth, fifth baddest car there was. But guess what? That was six years ago. Now you look at it and you go, you know, uh, that is nothing. You know, uh, I ran the mile in a 1260 horsepower St. Corvette and, you know, went over 200 a couple times. That that was big. Running around town, twelve hundred sixty. That was something. Nowadays, pfft, nothing. It's amazing. You got eight second cars running around. You got cars that can roll two fifteen, two sixteen, two eighteen in a mile race, and then stop by your local grocery store, pack it up in the trunk with groceries. It's nuts the power we're making nowadays, and there ain't nothing better. And who do we have to thank for that? Who do we have to thank um, for that? Eight pound, three ounce baby Reggie. Jesus and Reggie. Uh, and, and we're gonna t- we're gonna talk to him right after the break. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. Kevin Bird and Willie B. Hang on. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We got the man Reggie with us. Reggie from Precision Turbonetics. My man Reggie Win. Hey, great having you on the podcast today, man. How you been? Doing good, man. It's great to be back on here, man. I mean, after that intro and you talking about me being your first on the podcast, man. Man, that's. That's a lot of pressure, but I love it, man. <laughs> He's beaming. He's beaming, man. I can feel it. Hey, yeah. It's true, man. I've got a long history with you, bro. We've always, It's always been awesome to have you on both my radio show and the, and the podcast for sure, man, because, you know, you're a people's guy, bro. You understand what we're trying to do in this hot rod world, what us racers, what us, you know, guys that get out really love to drive our cars and find, you know, just a slight advantage over everybody else out there working on the same grind. So yeah, it's awesome to have you on, man, especially – when you look at everything you guys are doing between turbonetics and precision, you you just don't, you can't keep up with all the evolutions. You would think turbos were great two years ago, three years ago. Now you look at the same turbo and you go, oh, man, we've added this. Now it does that. Now it can do this. It's amazing. He's got two jobs now, man. He's got two jobs. Well, let me just first you know, first and foremost just thank you guys because because of the success of you know you guys – I am happy to report that the EcoBoost turbos that we have for both the Mustang and RS, those are the number one turbos that are being sold under the TurboNex brand right now. Like literally, they're they're back ordered. Like, like I'm thinking I'm like negative like like fifty right now. Like people just waiting in line. And that, how many years ago was that? That had Dude, to that, be like 
two, three years ago? Yeah, two, three years ago, we did a swap yeah, on the yeah. show, but my God, you, you instantly bolt on 100-plus horsepower. With a tune, you're milking more. It was insane, the difference that made, and it's the easiest changeout ever. You guys had all everything you need is right there, all included. It made it really simple. You guys killed it on the install, man. I mean, it, it made it super easy. We, we, we shared the video a lot with our customers. We don't even get – I mean – it's better than an instruction manual, what you guys did on, on the TV show. So, yeah, you guys totally killed it for that. But, yeah, I just wanted to publicly thank you guys for just getting the word out there about that those EcoBoost turbos because, you know, they are awesome, you know. so Hey, we're you. ready to do it again. We're ready to do it again. You just tell us. What are we working on? Let's go. You know, the number, the number one question I was getting doing the SEMA MPMC event, and I've just been kind of thinking about this one, it kind of bounces off you guys, is the new Bronco. Yeah, it needs some power. What do you, what, what, what do you, guys, what do you guys think about that? I mean – think guys gonna be one to upgrade turbos on that why not i mean i i, I mean I'm, I'm kind of a perfect target because uh I, i'm drooling over them and and i'm trying to convince myself to pull the trigger so i'm like ready to hop on the the bronco bandwagon and um you know upgrading turbos would be kind of one of the you know first second things besides you know whether it's tire or this or that that i would want to throw at something like that yeah I'm just, just curious what you guys take was on it. i mean this was a question that i got a lot from the media out there and they're asking were we going to, were we going to do anything? And I was like, man, I'm not sure. But after that meeting, I'm like, you probably should consider it. Hey, you know, I, I was with Kevin actually when I saw the first full-size Bronco. Uh, and that was just, you know, a, a month or so ago. But since then, I've probably laid eyes here in Colorado on, you know, God, five, six, ten of them. All of a sudden, they just started popping up. So they're getting out there. And a, a few of them I've seen have been upgraded. Lift kits, tires. And man, that thing is a sexy bitch uh, when you dress it Willie, all are out. you telling me you're going to be a Ford guy now? Or you, no, no, are look. You gonna, hey, oh, wait, wait. Cool it, cool it, cool it so because it, it's not going that far. <laughs> uh, but I, I will tell you, it's respectable, man. That thing's badass. And I, I'd love to see a turbo on that. I, I know what you guys did with the EcoBoost, and that was – that blew us away, man. That was unbelievable. The difference, the bolt-on power, and the simplicity of it. And that's where I think you guys really shine is making that all easy to do. And that, that was the goal. You know, like, you know, most of these guys just want to bolt on some power and, and, and just go. And that's that's what the goal was. And, and the, the beauty of it all, it's, it's all legal, too. So it, it's 50-state legal. So That's huge. That, 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 that is yeah, huge. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's huge. You know, especially with all these regulations that are coming down these days and that that was our goal was to be able to do something like that where someone would not get in trouble so that's what's key i, I think you know we've, we've kind of touched on it but just to drive that nail home once you've got a turbo setup vehicle like an ecoboost or or equivalent uh the, the installation the upgrade becomes so much easier you're not plumbing right all these intercoolers and pipes and this and that and and everything else it's it's already there the infrastructure's there you're just going in and replacing just the bare bones to get that extra 100, 150 horsepower, however you want to push it. Uh, so that's what makes it so easy on on an existing, a pre-existing like turbo application. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree totally, man. You're, you're spot on with that. And that's what makes doing something like an upgrade like this so much easier than what, you know, like you were mentioning, kind of Kevin, it used to be somebody would talk a turbo or an upgrade like that. And you're thinking a lot of fab work, a lot of time, you know, and all that stuff. Well, you know, here's it's laid out in a kit that's easily done. All the instructions, directions, any forms you need, all the accessories, any bracket, bolt, hardware, gasket, it's all included. So it literally took us, you know, just a couple hours to switch out this turbo. And it, man, does it make a huge difference? I mean, it was so much quicker to rev up, spool up. It just had so much big in power on it once it did. Man, it, it made a big difference on. 
you know, on what normally was a, well, you know, the guy had a little bravado when he came in anyway about, you know, him wanting to be a big V8 killer. So when we slapped that turbo on there, man, uh, it, it made that thing bark. It made that little that little Mustang get after it, man. So it's impressive what that what that setup is doing. And now you guys are branching out and hopefully seeing it on uh, on any application. And, uh, you know, where is it? Where, where do you see that curve going? EcoBoost, yeah, what's what's next out there that you guys are thinking about sort of addressing? Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's the perfect marriage between three different turbocharger companies. you got Precision, Turbonetics, and one that most people don't hear a lot about is Mellet. That's another one of our sister companies. They, they're based in the U.K., and they do primarily OE replacement turbocharger components and stuff like that. So we got all those smart guys sitting in, in one Zoom meeting, and then the engineers planning and just – trying to maximize efficiency with compressor wheel aerodynamics, turbine wheel aerodynamics, and just try to come out with a, with a, with a badass turbocharger that's going to last, you know? Um, one of the things that we're going to go after now, and I, I don't know, we have time to talk about this, but I'll just, you guys tell me to shut up when I, when you guys are. <laughs> now let it rip. <laughs> um, so under the Turbinetics brand, we have um, a Torque Master line of turbochargers. And this, this line of turbochargers was meant to go after that budget build guy. You know, you always hear these guys that are going to the junkyard and they're build, they're pulling turbos off this or that, or they're going after, you know, how that. Look, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say the pink elephant in the room, them damn eBay turbos, man. Yes. You see those suckers, you see those suckers slapped on everything. And man, that is, all right. So it's good on a the budget. There is no doubt. There's something to be said about that. However, I've heard nightmares of those things shelling, and once it goes, man, all that metal gets in your oil system, and it it takes down the whole ride. So, caution, proceed with caution if you're shopping on eBay, because you know, hey, if it's if it's from China, I don't trust it, man, especially on car parts. <laughs> no, you, I mean you're spot on, man. So this, this line of turbochargers we made it specifically for that type of budget builder guy in mind, because let's face it, everyone, you, you know, you can't spend two thousand dollars on a turbo. Most guys. A lot of guys can't. So we the price point on this one is at eight hundred eighty bucks, both on seven hundred and fifty horsepower. And it's it's it, it it's it's made. I mean, I'm just, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but it's made to go after that Borg one or S three hundred series uh, turbocharger. And we yeah we made some improvements on on that. You know, all new aerodynamics. I mean, Precision they're known for having the best aerodynamics in in the turbocharger industry. Like. The wheels now are smaller and making more power than larger wheels back in the day. So that's going to be more responsive. Yeah, how is that? I I saw that at SEMA. I couldn't believe some of the turbos. They tell me the size. And I was like, how the hell is it doing? I look how small the wheel is. So can you explain what they're doing? Does that runner go deeper down into the housing? What's going on with that wheel? Because it looks, it looks smaller. Yeah, you just got a, a lot of smart guys with computer software that they didn't have back in the, in the 50s and 60s that are able to, you know, I guess they call it CFD, where they can actually um, – flow the wheel before they actually cut it so um that's why they're able to you know millimeter per millimeter and precision makes the the most power turbochargers out there on on this planet you know everyone's going after them because they 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 already got the science down down pat you know well i think this torque master is, is a huge valuable space because you know there's always these guys that are out there going for every last horsepower right they want the latest the most you know expensive uh, you know, they're just pushing the limits to get, you know, faster than the next guy. But, you know, we talked about we're, we're you know, it's like uh, falling from heaven, this this gift of power. Uh, and so there's a lot of guys out there that just want to get way up into that space, but without having to get ridiculous and they want to do it on a budget and to be able to kind of like, you know, meet the needs 
of, of all these guys and go out and make huge power numbers. Uh, they don't have to chase the end of the rainbow, but they can be out there playing in the game like it's never been played before in the history of automotive. Uh, with a set of torque masters, and then get this, man. At that price point, you're getting a billet compressor wheel. I mean, in, in, that's that's like unheard of, right there by by itself. You're getting a, a T4 based turbo. That's a divided turbine housing. Um, all new design bearing housings. A very robust journal bearing turbos. Um, journal journal bearing bearing housing set up there. And we also um, looked at one other features that the other competition is not doing is we put an O-ring inside the compressor housing so you don't have any leaks coming out the compressor housing. So there's a lot of little small little tricks that we that we did to make this not only a budget bill but also a high high performing unit as well. Yeah, that's a name that's a name brand unit right there. And and think about, you know, is is nowadays especially with stuff like this, you could build a nasty car 700 750 horsepower, right? And you get some decent heads, a nice turbo uh, like he's talking about, and for a budget, you could build a wicked, wicked, either bracket car, street car, just a fun, nasty, and respectable ride. Y- you couldn't touch that, you know, back in the day. God, 800 bucks, you know, that that's nothing when you consider what, what it was back, you know, five, eight, ten years ago. You couldn't touch a turbo for 800 bucks, man. It would cost you an arm, a leg, and then some, and everything else. Uh, you needed to supply it and support it. Uh, to be able to get in that now and be able to to bang like that, the 700, 800 horsepower range on a budget, psh, dude, this is glory days. You can't you can't debate that at all. And not, and not to mention that we it also has a warranty where you know when you go buy your junkyard turbo, or your eBay turbo, what, what type of warranty? You don't get any warranty on, on that. So a warranty, we're you a one, yeah, we're, man. We're giving you a one year no fault no hassle warranty on it. I mean, you know, what more can you ask for? No doubt, that's awesome. You know, and then you can always stack them. You know, <laughs> it's got a little extra. Yeah, 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 let me take two. Let me take two at that price. <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, wh- hey, what is on the big horsepower side, man? Um, you know, it, it took me forever to get my race car built. I probably I got a turbo from you years ago, uh, and this year it's gonna see the track for the first time. I think I'm outdated. Yeah, you uh, are, man. What's happening? You're outdated. What's man. happening in the big world of of horsepower, man? Because so I see some of my boys running twins, running some big singles, and God, they are just killing me. The times are turning. Uh, all in your all sauce, man. Yeah, I mean, I think back, if I remember correctly, I think you have like a 106 or something like that. Like, yeah, dude. Like yeah. You, you could run a 98 and make more horsepower than that 106 makes these days. That's how, <laughs> that's how much time has passed, you know? So That's crazy. So we need, we need, to, we need yeah. to get you upgraded, man, get you to something different, you know? Uh, yeah, uh, and that thing still makes big power, but you're right. Nowadays, it's amazing what you could do uh, and where the numbers are going. So what's, what do we look at for, for big power? What, what are the turbos and uh, what kind of numbers we make in and what's the support that it needs? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we got units that will make upwards to 3,000 horsepower. Um, that, that's possible. But I think the most important thing that I want the, the people that are listening to this to, to understand is that we're the only turbo manufacturer that makes class-specific turbochargers. So if you're racing in a specific class, we make a turbocharger just for that class, make sure you're legal, and that you're also going to beat whoever else is in there because, you know, we know what it's going to take to win. Yeah, man. That's a smart way to do it. Bust it out on a bracket or what, what you're racing, keep it legal, keep it within the margins. Yeah. I mean, there's so many there, there's so many different there's so many different classes out there, man. We could spend all this whole podcast on other different classes versus import domestic domestic guys doing Texas 2K. I mean, you name it, you know, we we have a turbocharger. 
we, we have a turbocharger for you. So <laughs> that's that's awesome, man. All right, so uh, can you hang on? We got to take a break, man. We're gonna come back more with Reggie Precision Turbonetics. What a great merger! We'll talk performance, what they're doing for you know. Kevin and I talk all the time. Today is the glory days of of modern you know muscle cars and where that's going we see this electric wave coming and i i really would like to pick his mind as to what's next when he sees everything going to ev uh where he thinks big horsepower is going in the next couple years the last years we got it some of these guys are tapping out in the next couple years what's next for the turbo world we're going to discuss in just a minute it is the two guys Rush podcast he's kevin bird i am willie b we're back in just a minute It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We got Reggie Wynn, the man for Turbonex, Precision Turbos. When it comes to turbos, this man knows to talk, knows to walk, uh, and he loves it. Bro, you've been doing the turbo deal for such a long time, man. Back in the day, it was like, who's got what? What are they building? What are they making? It's always been a big power chase, man, and you've been at the forefront of it. Uh, being with this company for so long, how's it looking for you guys knowing what's coming down the line? Like, where do you guys first and foremost see the power going with these modern muscle cars and these modern setups man because nowadays god is it easy to make big power yeah it is man i mean whoever thought i'd be doing this it's going on my 18th year man yeah that's that, that's crazy but yeah like I mean, like you were mentioning man things are things are changing rapidly here i mean i think we're in the time where we need to figure out you know what's going to be our next moves um to be honest, I'm not at the liberty to discuss some of the things that we're working on, but I would just say stay tuned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we, we got some stuff that's going to really, you know, raise my brow. So it's going to, I would say you will start hearing about it later this year. Um, hopefully, you know, you guys have me back on later this year. I can, I can break it to everyone here. I was going to say, I want to hear about it on the podcast. Yeah, well, for sure. I'll, I'll come back on, but yeah, it, it would be awesome to, to break that news to you guys. Um, just a little bit. Um, we combined our production facilities into one one place. So all the turbinetics produ- production, all the pr- precisions production is done in a brand new state-of-the-art state facility in Crown Point, Indiana. Um, they literally just are unpacking from the move as we speak right now. Wow. So, yeah, so it's really exciting time. So, I mean, if any of your listeners or people are looking for jobs, we're looking for turbo assemblers. Machinists, it's really hard to find good people these days, man. Dude, that's so. crazy, isn't it? That's bananas. Yeah. I'm like, what? It, it is, it's, it's so hard, man. It's so hard. So, I mean, our, our backlog is so bad right now because we just don't have the simple manpower to keep up with the, with the demand right now, you know? So, yeah, man. Um, to get back to your question, I, I, I do I do see Turbo sticking around for a while. Um, this EV stuff, I mean, it, it is exciting, but I just don't feel like it has a soul. Like, when you're... When, when you're driving those vehicles, like, I don't think they, and that's just my personal opinion, you know, I'm not trying to start any, any controversy or anything like that, but. No, no, you, you know, I, what I see is this big, so I, I kind of think this is going to happen. Right now you see all this big pivot towards EV because it's the new, it's the shiny new coin, right? Uh, with all the yeah. Zev and Lev rules. And I believe, you know, there's a big knee-jerk reaction somewhat in that field, but I think there's going to be a big pullback and knee-jerk reaction back to, back to gas and, you know, the efficiency uh, and and the power you can make there. So I think it's going to finally, it, it'll scale out in a couple of years. But my God, man, if you look at some of these final years of what's going to be the internal combustion engine, sky is the limit on what some of these, some of these people are making for power. 
it's crazy to think what, you know, uh, some supercharged setups, some turbo setups, but my God, if you want power, you can get as much as you want nowadays. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's your challenge is you got to make it so easy and fun to make power with a gas engine uh, that people don't want to make that switch, you know? Uh, and whether their their toy, their you know whatever they're wanting to play with, happens to go back in time because you know the new products are, you know let's say EV based, um, you just got to make it so awesome that uh, we've got no choice. No, you're, you're spot on. You're you're spot on. I mean it's it's tough when you see Tesla like they have that Plaid and those guys are you know doing over a thousand horsepower and, and those things is like like man that's crazy you know like <laughs> out of a EV vehicle you know like when I roll up on those I got to be careful. I mean I mean you know. Yeah, it is weird. You're like, damn. I'm like, hey, I, I will tell you, man, I've been faced with more people wanting to race in Teslas of late. They get cocky, man. They start to come. Yeah, oh, yeah. They have a certain, uh, they have a certain, you know, bravado and dogma that follows them as well. It's all like, I know my Tesla's going to go fast, so I'm going to race this guy in whatever it is. So it doesn't matter if I'm in an old hot rod or my CTSV. Tesla owners are starting to get a little brave. So, yeah, man. <laughs> We need to hold him back. Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a quick story about that. Um, a good friend of mine, his his wife was talking all this junk about her husband's car and Tesla, how fast it was. So, I said, I said, I know what kind of kind of Tesla. I said, I said, I, I guarantee you, his car is not faster than mine. We're gonna go for a ride right now. She goes, okay, all right. So we we go for a ride, and I, I daily drive. I have a, a G, I have a R thirty five GTR. So that's that's where I drive daily. Damn, oh yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> So I put that thing in R mode. I, I launched it with, with her in there, and she started screaming and trying to grab the dashboard and getting all, all crazy. Let me out of here right now! You didn't tell me this car was that fast and all this stuff, you know. But so she she vows to never ride in the car with me again. So. Yeah, man. Well, you you brought up you know another platform when I, always when I'm road racing. I said I was you know back when my vet was you know twelve hundred sixty. I was fourth or fifth on the list of road racers here in Colorado. Pretty legit. You know what his top three cars? Freaking GTRs, man. Uh, those things are McNasty. So tell me what you guys like. That's the, that's one of my secret cars that I I'm dying to have one day. Um, I hope to you know I've got an old '93 Skyline now. Uh, that's you know right hand drive, super cool little car. Uh, but man, it's not big power sauce like that is. I, I love those cars, man. That's kind of a. So you have a '93, so that would that be an R32? Yeah, yeah I got a '32. Okay. Uh, all right, I didn't, I didn't yeah, know that, man. man. I had no idea you had those roots yeah, in you, man. Bro, I like I got it. a 2JZ, little uh, Lexus 2JZ setup. I got a couple nasty little, you know, uh, across-the-pond setups, but I, I love the old R32, man. I, I, it's a really cool color. It's a, a, a light green. Uh, it's just real rare. But, uh, you know, God, those GTRs, man, that is a formal adversary in the lane next to you. I don't care what you're racing in, on, or around. That bitch is bad. Yeah, we have a new turbocharger too under the Precision line. That'd be perfect for that R32. It's it's called a Gen 2 8080. So when a turbocharger manufacturer like Precision or Turbotex give you numbers like that, 8080, what they're doing is they're referencing the compressor wheel then turbine. So the inducer on the compressor will be 80 millimeter. The the exducer on the turbine would be um, 80 millimeter. So that that that's that's how we how we size those up. And this turbo here is good for in a single application, thirteen hundred and seventy-five horsepower. <laughs> yeah, it's super responsive, and it's it's going to be in that sportsman frame. So you're going to uh, most likely in, in that in that R32, you may want to run it in a single application. And it's basically the best way to put it is we had a gap. We had you know you go from like a seventy-five, seventy-five, all the way up to like a eighty-three, 
85 or 82, 85. So we had that gap where, where people didn't want to go all the way up to running an 85 turbine. So we have one that's slightly smaller that would still be responsive, but yet make some serious power. So hitting the sweet spot. Yeah. yeah. So, so that that was the goal and why we came out with that with that 8080 uh, turbocharger. So it'll be perfect for the RB guys, the 2J guys, you know, people who looking to make, you know, 1375 horsepower. <laughs> uh it's nuts, isn't it, man? It, those those ratios that he's referring to, those are so critical in all things related to your turbo. You, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, turbo lag uh, and all that time that you wait for that thing to hit you like a whip sometimes. Well, these guys work diligently to make sure that none of that happens in a performance setup or as little as possible. What works best for your setup? And probably when somebody's ordering a turbo, that's probably one of the biggest issues and or questions that they need to answer and answer honestly, right? How you know how are you going to get something that works right for your setup specifically? Yeah, that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves, to be honest with you, is I, I get a lot of phone calls from guys like, hey, man, I bought this turbo from my friend. I need to know what, what size it is. Like, bro, like, you're already behind the A-ball. You don't even, you're buying, like, it's like buying shoes and you're like, oh, it's a good deal, but they don't fit you. <laughs> like, you can't use them. <laughs> right. right? So... That goes. It's it's the same mentality, you know, when we were kids buying camshafts. Well, you the know? bottom of the page. Like, like, the bottom of the page. Like, but yeah. it, it was a good deal, man. It was a good. No, it was not a good deal. <laughs> uh, right. It it look. It it does happen. It's one of those things that most people, like you said, you get a cam, you get a, a, a turbo from somebody or a camshaft here, and you try to put pieces together, and make it work, and all of a sudden you're like, I don't know why this thing won't run. Well. Duh, you got the wrong setup. If you know what you're building, yeah. if you know what your application is going to be, you know the RPM range, that sweet spot you need to be in, dude, this is where these guys can really help you out. And you're just wasting a great resource if you don't reach out to them and talk to them. It's that easy. Before you buy it. I mean, this is like Talladega Nights, man. It's a matched set of <laughs> tires, right? You need to match that yeah. turbo for what you're building uh, to get just the maximum efficiency. And it's a, it's a free, it's a free service that we provide. I know there are some companies out there that charge to do turbo matches, but it's a free service, man. Just even before, even if it's a used unit, you're going to look to buy, you know, get some information off of it. We can look it up in the system and tell you, Hey, you know, this is what it is. And if it'll work or not, you know, don't, don't waste your hard earned money on something that you can't use. All right, man. So give us a couple heads up on a few other things. So we got Torque Master, um, talked a little bit of EcoBoost. What else are you guys branching out? A lot of people may not think Turbinetics or Precision when they're thinking of GTR. Um, what else may surprise people and what you guys are seeing big numbers on and uh, and a lot of people, you know, thankful that you guys are in their market? Um, we talked about this a little bit um, last time before where we have, um, we do symmetrical turbochargers. So we filled another gap that we have. It, it would be our, we have the 8080 turbo that I was just telling you about, but it's a, it's not going to be a sportsman size. It's one frame size smaller. So we went larger. Our largest offering in our mirror image setup was a 7575. So now we're going up to an 8080. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the mirror image turbo, what that is, it's a symmetrical. You have a true left and a true right. And this is going to be in a twin turbo application. Where in some applications, you'll look on the twin turbo application, you'll see where one compressor housing is clocked completely different than the other. It doesn't look right. If you have car OCD like I do, this is what this is for you, where it, it, it flows perfectly. So this this is something new that we were bringing to the marketplace. And in this and this this setup for this twin 88 is good for 2,750 horsepower. So, Jeez. yeah. Ooh. How much did you say? 
2,750 horsepower in, the, in, these, in this twin setup. Oh, that sounds good. Mirror Image 8080 bought to you by Precision Turbo. Man, man, that's uh, that's insane, isn't it? Big, huge power, and managing that has never been easier. It sounds sounds crazy to say, but all their all this stuff, especially you know, we talked to several people before, Kevin. We've seen it on our show. Managing this power is the game, right? You have great companies like Precision and Turbonetics building the uh, ability to make all this power. How do we plan it? How do we manage it? How do you get that power down throughout the course? Uh, I'm telling you, regardless of your setup, these guys can find the power you're looking for, which used to not be the case. It used to be, well, I, I got to build it to whatever I can get. Now you say what you want and you build your system around it. You know, you build your car around it, which is uh, insane to think about. And when we're talking about that torque master, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll take two, but 2,750. Yeah. <laughs> One might do it. Yeah. Just one might do it. You know, <laughs> wait. No, it's, it's funny yeah, when you hit on a, a really good point earlier. You're saying like, like when I first started working here, you know, 18 years ago, I was thinking a thousand horsepower. Who needs that on the street? But now, if you don't have a thousand horsepower, you're you're nothing. You're not. I mean, no. you're, 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 you can't do anything really. You know, so it just shows how things evolve and more power and more power. You know, who, who knows? Two thousand might be next. You never know. Yeah, man. Dude, I never forget, in, in 2004, I had a really good race season, right? I had a little 70 Dodge Charger streetcar, and that thing put down 831 on a little nitrous. And that car was, you know, as far as that went, 2004, that was one of the top five. Like, we got this horsepower rating on the website everybody would go to. That was always in the top three to five, like, streetcars, right? 830. And that thing was, it was tough as nails. Everybody would be like, just when I, you know, I had that 10 second streetcar challenge and, and won it. And everybody was like, oh man, that's crazy power. You can't make more than that. Nowadays, if I showed up with that same car, I get drugged. I'd be in last place. <laughs> it, it's, it, but that's the no, truth. I would, I would literally be in last place because it's no longer a 10 second street challenge. It's an eight second streetcar challenge or a nine second streetcar challenge. You know, it's, it's just insane where it's gone. But, you know, look, if there's companies like yourself that are out there supporting it and, you know, even better to get the management down and the, you know, the power, putting it down on the track, you know, never overpowering the track and everything that's offered out there, you know, sky really is the limit, especially in these last few years. They're making, you know, big internal combustion type engines and big power. Uh, Kevin, you could probably let us in on uh, how long do you think it's going to last uh, this heyday, this run, this, uh, I don't know, um, crescendo of power efficiency uh and performance from an ic engine how many years before it, it fades away man i am chewing on that that question i think like everybody else you know the the oes are doing their thing and you know like you've mentioned it might be a swing back from you know all this excitement to ev it might swing back on an oe level but the aftermarket is so ingrained right i mean we are we are drug addicted <laughs> yeah. to this stuff. It's good drug. Good you know, drug. like, so I think you're going to peel, you're going to peel some people away. Cause you know, when a guy in a Tesla has a thousand horsepower, he's going to pull a few folks over like, well, phew, yeah. But you know, if the turbo guy's making 1300 turbo guys making 2000, you know, he's going to keep us around a lot longer. So there's some wild cards in there, man. I don't know how they're going to play out in the deck. Yeah, man. All right. There you have it. It's kind of like support gas, 
go to Precision and Turbonetics website and order their stuff. Yes. <laughs> yep. uh, all right. Long live fossil fuel. Her America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> awesome, man. All right. So, Reggie, speaking of that, wh- where do people find out more? Because one of the things that, you know, I-, I will tell you, man, this is something I, I want to address because you guys are probably the company to do it. What the hell has happened to customer service? I don't care what – it doesn't matter if it's a – an internet provider, a phone provider, something has happened during this pandemic where customer service has fell off in a dramatic way on so many different companies. They just, they feel like they got you and customer service isn't as important as it used to be. I know that's not something you guys at Precision and Cybernetics uh, ever fight, worry about, or have to deal with because you guys really, you guys are a great resource, man. And Everybody I, I run into, I just tell them, well, just call them because they're there. They're there to help you and answer your questions and walk you through it. Yeah, you're, you're spot on, man. I mean, I, I, I think the same thing, like it, where, where the customer service go. And I would be lying to you if I told you that we weren't slammed, our phones aren't busy. But, you know, we're just a phone call away, you know. Um, reach out to us. You can just call at 855-996-7832. Again, 855-996-7832. Or the Turbinetics line is 805-581-0333. We'd love to help you guys out. If you got any questions, any turbo matches, you want to be able to figure out what turbo you got, we can definitely help you out with that. And you can follow us on our social media channels um, or our webpage, precisionturbo.net or turbinetics.inc.com. Precisionturbos.net. And what was Turbinetics? It's Turbinetics.inc, like incorporated. So turbinetics.inc.com. Right on, man. Dude, what a great resource and uh, and friend you are. It's awesome having you back on the podcast, man. And we're going to keep in touch with you, keep up to date, because I-, I love the fact you guys are always pushing the envelope. And uh, whether you don't have a skew for it now, uh, which would surprise me, whether it's a Bronco coming up next, um, I don't know, something big and better for uh, your LS application. Uh, I'm interested to see what they do in that world of, of the Corvette and where uh, where turbos can replace the superchargers. Which has got to be a big battle for you nowadays is that constant battle with the supercharger camp. Um, it's a super, uh, super battle right now. Yeah, yeah right. Back and forth. Yeah. It's it's always man. You guys are like pissed off stepbrothers. brothers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Going at it, man. Uh, well, look, man, definitely we're on your side. We love you, man. Uh, hey, and don't forget about our show. Hopefully we'll have more of those turbos from Reggie to, you know, throw on Mustangs or whatever we can because they do make a big impact and difference. Our show airs on weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings and pitch a fit if it's not on there. You can also find us uh, streaming on demand, which is a great resource. Thanks to our guest, Reggie Wynn, for Precision Turbo and Turbonetics. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, our producer, Scoop, and executive producer, Bob Ecker. Yeah, don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. We're on social everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, the Two Guys Garage podcast, it's copyright 2022, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. There you go, man. Reggie, you a man, bro. You the man, because it's always good talking to you. Now, uh, I'm going to reach out to you again, man. We got some things to catch up on and uh, I pick your brain about, because I can't handle that outdated 106. You know what I'm saying? All good, man. I got you. You know, I got your back. Uh, I, appreciate, I appreciate both of you guys. You guys always show me lots of love, man. Thank you very much. That's a reminder for anybody who's got a turbo for a while, man. The technology just keeps on moving, so maybe it's time for an upgrade. Oh, it's dude, it changes every couple years. There's a big evolutionary leap, man. Uh, and you're always going to find that that led by, you know, precision and turbonetics. So, great stuff, man. We'll catch you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast, y'all.
Two Guys Garage Podcast is produced by Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.